It's Thursday, April 13th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stocks slipped Wednesday, giving up gains from earlier in the season. Stocks began the day higher after data showed inflation eased to its lowest level in nearly two years in March. They then lost steam in the afternoon, ending the session around their lows for the day. The S&P 500 fell 16.99 points, while the Nasdaq Composite lost 102 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gave up 38 points. The Consumer Price Index, a closely watched measure of inflation, rose 5% last month, the Labor Department said Wednesday. The report showed inflation is continuing to pull back from its multi-decade high hit last June. The report keeps the Fed on track for another rate hike while trying to strike a delicate balance, said Mike Lowengart, head of model portfolio construction at Morgan Stanley Global Investment Office. In other news, leaked documents purporting to contain Pentagon presentations depicted Russia's military leadership as distracted by infighting over the war in Ukraine and grappling with the outsized role played there by the paramilitary Wagner Group. The Pentagon and Justice Department last week launched an investigation after purported U.S. Defense Department documents were posted online and amplified by Russian pro-Kremlin telegram channels. The Wall Street Journal was not able to independently authenticate the leaked documents, but they contain enough detail to give them credibility. Defense officials have said they believe some of the documents could be authentic, though some also appear to have been altered. Washington has sought to assess the damage from the intelligence breach, which could be one of the most significant leaks in recent history. The documents appear to shed light on shortages in Ukraine's air defense arsenal, the vulnerabilities of some American weapons provided to Ukraine, and the composition and armaments of nine Ukrainian army brigades being trained by the U.S. and allies for a coming spring offensive. Officials in Kyiv have sought to play down the leaks and any doubts about Ukraine's ability to push Russia out of its territory. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin on Tuesday said Ukraine remains confident in its capacity to launch its counteroffensive against Russia. Around the world, French President Emmanuel Macron walked a diplomatic tightrope Wednesday, seeking to calm a transatlantic uproar over his recent remarks on Taiwan while also defending his push for Europe to chart its own course on foreign policy. Alongside Dutch Prime Minister Mark Rutte, Mr. Macron spoke at a news conference in Amsterdam Wednesday at the end of a two-day visit to the Netherlands that was largely overshadowed by a trip the French president made to China last week. Shuttling between meetings with Chinese leader Xi Jinping as China prepared to conduct military exercises around Taiwan, Mr. Macron told Politico and French daily Les Echos aboard his presidential plane on Friday that taking cues from the U.S. on tensions between Taiwan and China would be the worst thing for Europe. Criticism swelled on both sides of the Atlantic as lawmakers and diplomats questioned whether France was wavering in its support for the U.S. and Taiwan at a time when Washington is sending billions of dollars in weapons and aid to Ukraine. Back in the U.S., America's top hostage negotiator called on Russia to allow American embassy officials to visit detained Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich and pledged to find a way to secure his release and that of another American, Paul Whelan. Roger Carstens, the special presidential envoy for hostage affairs, 
made the remarks in a series of morning television interviews, appearing across ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and MSNBC. Mr. Gershkovich has yet to receive a visit from U.S. Embassy officials two weeks after he was detained while on a reporting trip and accused of espionage, an accusation the journal and the U.S. government have vehemently denied. The U.S. considers him wrongfully detained, putting Mr. Karstens in charge of his case. Hours earlier on Wednesday, Russian officials had said they would not succumb to pressure from the U.S. government over when to grant consular access to Mr. Gershkovich, raising concern over when U.S. representatives might be allowed to see the detained reporter. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.